I'm Allison, and our only goal with this podcast, and frankly our lives, is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen. Whether it's by laughing at us, laughing with us, or learning something new and helpful, we hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before. I'm here with the one, the only, the sexy, the talented, the little bit sick, Mr. Eric Robertson. Hi. Are you a little bit sick right now? Just a little bit. Just a little bit? But I'm here for the people. Do you think you'll get a little bit better? A tiny bit better. A tiny bit better. We're just, we're quoting Fiona right now, but nobody cares about your kids. This is episode 99, my confidence checklist. And now it's going to be your confidence checklist too. I am very excited about this episode. It is going to be fantastic. But did you even care? Do you even know that this is episode 90 freaking nine? Are we getting the things for next week? Well, that's what I need people to help us out because oh. I did a call for you guys. Okay, listen, I know some of you are new. Welcome to the podcast. I don't solicit you every week, but next week is our 100th episode and I wanted something special. I wanted our awesome Empire listeners, that's you guys, to send us tips about what you do when you need to feel more awesome. All you have to do is get your phone. If you have an iPhone, search voice memo. Just search it and it's going to come up. You don't even know you have it. Then you go somewhere quiet and you record 60 to 90 seconds. You say, hi, my name is so-and-so. I'm from wherever. And this is what I do when I need to feel more awesome. And then you email it to us at awesomewithallison at theallisonshow.com. I think... um, Does that seem... I don't feel like that that's hard. No, I think you can go as low as 20 seconds if you want. Yeah, you don't have to... I'm just, like, limiting them. Like, I need a limit. The the max is 90. Maybe you need a goal. Yeah, I need a goal. Eric needs a goal, but I need a limit. I'm not long-winded. And so, we just really want to share what you guys have to say. I thought it would be so much fun, but we need some more submissions. Otherwise, I'm going to have to start, like, asking my neighbors for them. And that's fine. I will do that. Um, But I would really, really love to hear from you guys. So please do that like today, like right this minute. Appreciate ya. (laughs) (laughs) I am so excited. I just want to get right into it because I want this to be an episode that you can reference, an episode that you can come back to. And we are doing a free download with this episode. And so all you have to do to get the printable version of this so that you can have your checklist and you can put it up on your mirror, by your door. Maybe this is something you could do with your kids, with your partner, something you could do at your office. So you can have your confidence checklist. All you have to do is text confidence checklist to 31996. And we'll put that number in the show notes, which are always there. And I'm so excited for you to have this. So a lot of people ask me about my confidence, which it's one of those things that's hysterical to me because I don't think of myself as a confident person. I think of myself as just a person. But because I do so much public, you know, work, people have asked about my confidence. So I think about what are the things I do when I'm going to do hard things. And it doesn't take me any confidence to post a video. I was watching some of my, um, I do every Monday on my Instagram, these like inspirational dance videos where I dance and I put like a little motivational message. I call it pump up, like air hump pump up, I think. And (laughs) so I have um, a, a highlight 
of them. And we were watching one at the meeting yesterday and I am so suggestively like rubbing my own chest and I post this on the internet for everyone and I don't think twice about it. And sometimes I watch these things in retrospect and I'm like, what am I doing? Didn't some like older woman say something funny? Oh, some older... <laughs> An older woman was really uncomfortable. I think it was a little bit of a crotch shot. But she was really nice about it. She was it. super nice about it. But listen, <laughs> I'm and and I I, res, I respect her experience. Absolutely. But it's not going to change what I'm doing in this case. Um and so what I'm saying is certain things take no confidence like that they're just they seem normal to me like all of us certain things that might feel really uncomfortable to me might feel really comfortable to Eric yeah like I have a hard time like even calling people on the phone a lot of the times I make Eric do it I just I like can't get myself I can't like get myself pumped up enough to do it she likes the text I, right? So anyway, I just want to say confidence is this sliding scale. There's no right or wrong. And um, I've really worked hard to um, get myself to a place where I can do the work that I want to do and I can be the person I want to be. I'm obviously still working on it. But it was funny. I sat down to write a confidence checklist and it came out in, in under a minute. I wrote this in under a minute, 10 things that I say to myself consistently, especially when I need to do hard things. So let's get right into it. I'm going to talk about each one, but if you want just the condensed version of the list, like I said, it's a free download um, that you can get. So number one, and oh, my goal is that like you read these and you say them out loud whenever you need to do anything. And if one just really resonates with you, just keep on that one. Okay. Number one. Everyone is so excited to see me and excited for what I have to offer. So here's the thing about this. It doesn't matter if it's true because what thinking this and saying this does is put me in a state where I feel confident, where I'm not thinking about myself and where I'm thinking about the people that I'm going to be talking to rather than thinking about how I'm going to look or how I'm going to come across. Does that make sense? This makes me more excited and more ready to give than going around assuming people aren't excited to see me and nobody cares about what I have to offer. And so rather than arguing with these statements and saying, but that's not true, I want you to think about how thinking it would make you feel and how those feelings are going to affect your actions. And that's what a lot of these power statements, this checklist is about. So I don't need you to believe any of it to be true. I need you to focus on how I'm going to act as if it were true. Because the crazy thing about life is that you're going to act like it's true and it's going to become more true. You really are going to attract that. So number one, Everyone is so excited to see me and excited for what I have to offer. This is so helpful when I'm going to go do a speaking engagement. This is really helpful when I'm going to a business meeting and I think I'm not good enough and I think that I have to prove myself. And when I feel like I have to prove myself, I can puff up and not be the most authentic version or I can shrink back and not be an authentic version of myself. And when I just assume that people are excited about what I have to offer, I really stand in my power. Okay, number two, who I am is enough. 
I am inherently whole. I am already as awesome as I need to be. I'm going to start crying because these are all my things I say that really matter to me. Um, Just find the ones that work for you. Who I am is enough. I'm inherently whole and I'm already as awesome as I need to be. The idea behind this is that lots of times we think we need to be someone else. We need to be more in order to go and do something or be worthy of whatever job or love or relationship or connection that we want to have. This one gives me so much confidence, this idea that I am inherently whole because I don't have to, I don't have to do anything. Number three, doing more does not make me more. This one is so helpful because I think unintentionally we think that doing more is going to give us more confidence and experience absolutely does give us confidence, right? Experience knowing that you've done this before, but it's never going to make me a more of a person. It's never going to make me more worthy of love. It's never going to make me more valuable doing more, which refer to number two, I am inherently whole. And so now I believe that doing more is not going to make me more. Now, why this one is so helpful for me and really helps with my confidence is sometimes we can go into situations and feel like we have to overextend ourselves, give too much of ourselves, let other people take from us or let other people take everything that we have um, in order to be enough. And I've done this in my life. And you know what happens when you do that? It doesn't make you confident. It makes you drained. It makes you empty. It makes you sad. It makes you resentful. It makes you depressed. It makes you need to come home at night and just watch hours of television and have nothing left for your family. That's what thinking you have to do more to be more will create in your life. Number three, doing more does not make me more. Stand in your power and then let it remind you, let it remind you that because you haven't done very much does not mean you are not very much. The person next to you who has done more, they are not more than you. They just simply have more experience. And experience is awesome, but you're going to shy away from getting that experience by never believing you're even valuable to, to start trying. Okay, number four, Everything that needs to get done can get done with ease. This is a thought I shared recently in my air pump up. I say this at the beginning of the day when I have a lot to do. And I say this at the end of the day when I'm feeling bad for not getting enough done. I remind myself that everything that needed to get done is done because if it needed to get done. Because it's done. Because it's done. Do you see what I was? Because it is. <laughs> yeah. That's it. And if it didn't need to be done, it didn't get done. And it's easy to be like, oh, but it had to get done. Guess what? It didn't have to get done simply because it was not done. Yep. <laughs> and this is a little bit of a mind F and you need to just like sit with it for a minute. Now add this idea that everything that needs to get done can get done with ease. And everyone take a deep breath in. And out, everything that needs to get done can get done with ease. Ease does not mean you don't put forth effort. Ease does not mean you don't work hard. Ease means you're not just hustling, white knuckling, striving, forcing, coercing, anything that makes your voice go, uh. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's not ease. I have accomplished a great deal in my life with ease. I have also accomplished a great deal in my life with forcing and coercion. Strife. Strife. Yes, exactly. The results of the ease are always so much more beautiful than the results of the strife. It's weird, though, because when you go through the strife, you have this, like, sick reward system. It's like this sense of accomplishment. Yeah, it was so hard, so that that means it's going to be so good. You know, you know, does that make sense? Oh, and that's what I used to believe. I used to believe that in order for things to be good, I had to suffer. And by believing that, I was creating more suffering. Now, there is always beauty on the other end of suffering, but guess what? Life is going to bring you plenty of suffering all on its own. We don't have to create any extra. There is going to be plenty of pain and plenty of heartbreak on this beautiful, beautiful planet and during your time on it. You don't have to add to it. So that has just been a relief to me where I'm like, oh, well, you know, it's not fair if I don't suffer or, right? Like you think by creating suffering, you're going to like, even out some cosmic balance, you're going to get hit by a car. Loved ones are going to get cancer. You're going to lose loved ones. These are all things that have happened to me and they all happened in a six month span. Plenty more things are going to happen. I don't have to add to it. Number four, everything that needs to get done can get done with ease. This gives me a lot of confidence because being in that relaxed state is what confidence comes from, not the frantic state. I love to talk about inspired action versus frantic action. Inspired action brings me confidence because I feel connected. I feel empowered. Frantic action is really, truly out of desperation and trying to be more and do more. And that's why it doesn't lead or inspire confidence. Number five, I am an expert at being myself. Okay, listen, I love to be an expert and I love to show up thinking that I'm an expert because it does give me confidence. And this is such a beautiful thought. All of us are an expert in one thing and that's at being ourselves. Now, that's also something I've really worked on and something that I continue to work on and even saying it out loud makes it so it anchors me back to who I really am. So when I show up to a business conference and I feel like everyone is fancier than me and everyone makes more money than me and I am not an expert at business, I go, yeah, well, I'm an expert at being Allison and no one else here is. (laughs) (laughs) Or when I show up to like a mom conference, like a mother-daughter conference, and I'm like, I am such an idiot mother. I am the worst at this. And I'm like, yeah, well, maybe I suck at that, but I am an expert at being Allison. (laughs) And that's what I've got going for me. I am an expert at being myself. Literally no one else can be me better than I can be me. Maybe they can do it better, but they can't do it how I would do it. I'm an expert at it. And that gives me confidence because I do feel good being an expert of something. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, I do love that. Number six, I am uniquely equipped to do the exact work I want to do on this earth. <sighs> this one makes me feel so good. I am uniquely equipped 
to do the exact work I want to do on this earth. This is what I believe. I believe that you do not have desires, true desires in your deep heart that you can't bring to fruition. We Just think of it this way. Think of yourself as this meaningless, nothing little speck on the planet. And you have this great, big, beautiful thinking capacity, but we are still so limited by our own experience. So you literally can't even think of desires for yourself that are too big for yourself because our thinking is not even that evolved. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if you think of it like you're like, no, my dreams are too big. Let's reverse that. You're not even capable of dreaming big enough. Your your reality and experience <laughs> is so limited. That's true. And I and I that, that I mean a lot of people's dream is a nice car. Right? <laughs> or a hot body. Yeah. I mean think about think about this planet. Think about the solar system. Think about the galaxy. Now think about how small your dreams actually are. Now, I have some pretty big dreams. Right? I want to speak to hundreds of thousands. I want, I mean, I want these big stages. I want these huge platforms. Still, when you think about the world, those things are still pretty small. So now we go back to our confidence checklist number six. I'm uniquely equipped to do the exact work I want to do on this earth because I'm the one who wants to do it. My thinking, my capacity is imagining it. So therefore, I really believe I'm uniquely equipped to do it with my experience, my desire, my empathy, my strengths, my weaknesses. My mom does this really cool talk where she goes around and has people focus on all of the benefits and all of the amazing things they're able to do with their weaknesses And I think that's such like a healthy exercise for us is before we start trying to like focus or fix or whatever with our weaknesses, not to use them as an excuse, but to really lean into like all the benefits that our weaknesses have brought us in our life. And my weaknesses and my strengths uniquely qualify and equip me to do exactly what I want to do on this earth. And the same is true for you. How much freaking confidence can you pull from that? You have everything that you need to do the work you want to do. Number seven, when I remember who I want to be, I'm excited to show up. Now, this really helps me with my social anxiety. I, I, I know this seems silly, but I recently went to a friend's wedding and it was a friend from high school and it was so much fun, but Literally, I knew like four people at the wedding and she, it's been like 20 years and she has this whole social group I don't know. And I haven't, I just haven't been in a situation like that. Like I'm in situations where I'm presenting or throwing events or I'm in situations where I'm attending a work conference. I just haven't been in that social setting in a while. And when I came back to this thought, I know who I want to be. I believe in connection. I believe in showing up for friends. I believe in talking to people and helping them see awesome things about themselves. That's who I want to be. And when I remembered that, I was more excited and more confident to show up. Again, it helped me take the focus off of myself. And the funny thing about confidence is that I think you have the most confidence when you draw it from your inner power, but you aren't thinking about yourself. Does that make sense? Totally, yeah. 
And so number seven, when I remember who I want to be, I'm excited to show up. That helps cue me to remember who I want to be or to think about who I want to be. Do I want to be the type of person who shows up for this? Number eight is similar. When I remember who I want to serve, I'm ready to give. Now, this one really helps me when I've received any sort of criticism. This one really helps me when I receive feedback that is telling me this person is not appreciating the work that you're doing. Well, guess what? That person didn't want to be served by me. That person didn't want my product. That person didn't want my podcast. That person didn't want my offering. That person didn't like my crotch air humping on the internet. That's okay. When I remember the people that I want to serve, the people who see me dancing like that and go, well, if she can dance like that, I certainly can do whatever I want to do. I am ready to give. Now, this one is a new one for me, and I've it's really been empowering for me. And it's number nine. Everyone is entitled to their own experience of me. We cannot control other people's experiences. We also can even just barely begin to understand other people's experiences. That's why I think reading books and listening to podcasts and, and getting outside of our comfort zone is so important. We think we know what our kids are going through. We don't know what our kids are going through. We think we understand our neighbor's experience or our brother or sister's experience because they were raised by the same parents. We cannot understand their experience fully. Everyone, now think of think of how important your experience is to you. Think how valid it is to you, right? Now think of somebody coming up to you and just saying, your experience is wrong. I really dislike that thought And I don't want to do that to people. So recently when someone had a negative experience of me and the podcast, it definitely hurt. And I wanted to say, well, that person is wrong. That person is incorrect. That person's stupid. That person's having a bad day. None of those things really matter because it's still essentially what I'm trying to do is control their experience. So then I started to ask myself, do I believe that other people can have a valid experience that is their own? Yes, I do. Do I believe that everyone's experience has to mean something about me and my reality? No, I do not. Eric's experience of me matters to me, and I'm going to let his experience of me color how I behave. But I am not going to let the 100,000 plus strangers on the internet color how I behave. I'm going to let maybe four or five people who are close to me in my life who I know are going to call me on my BS color how I behave. Because the 100,000, the 200,000, the 300,000, the nearly 3 million downloads of this podcast, every single person who listens is entitled to their own experience of me. And I cannot control it, but I do not have to let it mean anything about me. And I extend that courtesy to other people and other people get to extend that courtesy to me. And I really, really believe in that. And so this has given me a lot of confidence because I think I used to think that everyone's experience I needed to validate by changing myself to accommodate their experience. Impossible. Let me tell you, I really did try to do that. I really did. It's absolutely impossible. And I have some really, really upsetting news for you. You can do that and other people are still going to have a negative experience (laughs) Probably more a negative experience. Because you're not acting from your power. You're not 
acting from this who you want to be and who you want to serve. You're not acting from this thought of who I am is enough. Everyone is excited to see me. When you stop acting from that place, you lose your confidence. And, you know, authenticity, we it's such a buzzy phrase, but I really believe that's when you lose your authenticity. So you think I'm trying to please everyone and serve anyone, serve everyone. That's making me a better person, but it's actually making you less of who you are. I believe that if you are listening to this podcast, that you are too freaking hard on yourself because you are only attracted to a podcast to help you feel more awesome than you are if you're a person who is striving to be the best version of yourself at all times. Without a shadow of a doubt, if you are listening to my words right now, you are so hard on yourself. You're an incredible person. You are filled with so much power and so much light. You are putting goodness into this world. You are serving. You are trying to be the best, whatever that best looks like of yourself. You do not need to walk around feeling like crap. You do not need to walk around thinking that some random person or even your mom's experience of you is the only valid true experience. Your experience of you matters so much more. You are too good. You are too valuable. You have too much to give to be walking around feeling bad. And if you feel bad, that's okay. Feel bad. Do not have more shame for feeling bad. I was yelling this at everyone in my office yesterday. I was like, we are all trying too hard and working too hard to put good in this world to walk around just feeling like we're the worst. Bad at work, bad moms, bad friends, bad spouses. This doesn't mean we shouldn't improve, but like, why are we all walking around feeling like such crap? Why are we doing that? If you were listening to this podcast, I am absolutely positive that you are doing an incredible job. And even if people aren't listening to this podcast, they're doing an incredible job. This world needs us to walk around not being so freaking hard on ourselves. And that's where our confidence is going to come from, cutting ourselves a freaking break. And guess what? Everyone is entitled to their own experience of you, but it doesn't have to mean anything about you because you're freaking awesome. Number 10, (laughs) it's all an experiment that means nothing about me and it can be fun. (laughs) This is my next favorite thought lately is this business, this event, this workshop, this podcast, me being a mom, me being married to Eric, us owning Spike, this dog who's jumping around on the couch. All of it is an experiment. I don't know what's going to happen. Like any experiment, I don't know what the outcome is going to be. All I can do is make my next best educated guess, my hypothesis, and see what the outcome will be. The alternative is this. Do nothing. That's the alternative. More bad news. You can still do nothing, and because you are a human on this planet, and this is a big, grand experiment, things will happen. Nothing is a choice. Nothing is an option. It will yield results, but I can guarantee you they're not going to feel great. Because you're going to think, I did nothing. I said nothing to offend people. How are people still offended? Because you're breathing. 
trust me on this. I got hit by a car and offended people with the way in which I was hit by a car. Simply by existing, people are going to have an experience. But number 10, what if it's all an experiment that means nothing about you? Because remember, you're inherently whole. You're already as awesome as you need to be. And holy crap, this experiment can be fun. What can you do today to make the experiment more fun? Because nothing is more attractive, nothing is sexier, nothing is sparklier, nothing makes us want to join in and support someone more than someone who is having a good time in their experience. Is that true? That's why you like me, right, Eric? It really is. Yeah, it is why I like you. I know, I know that about my husband. I know one of the reasons my husband has attracted me is he likes when I'm in my power. He likes when I'm having fun. That is your confidence checklist. I'm going to say them 10 in a row. And remember, you can get this by texting confidence checklist to 31996 as a cute printable, a download. I love, I love if this serves you and helps you. These are the thoughts that I use to do what I feel called to do. These are the thoughts that I use to help me feel as awesome as I am because I know that I am awesome, I am powerful, I am whole, but holy crap, sometimes I have a hard time feeling it. If you do not know or do not believe that you are awesome, that you are whole, that's totally fine. I've been there. I'm with you. Try saying these and see what happens to your actions, to your feelings, to your thoughts. One through 10, one more time. Number one, everyone is so excited to see me and excited for what I have to offer. Say it with me. Number two, who I am is enough. I am inherently whole. I am already as awesome as I need to be. Number three, doing more does not make me more. Number four, everything that needs to get done can get done with ease. Number five, I am an expert at being myself. Number six, I am uniquely equipped to do the exact work I want to do on this earth. Number seven, When I remember who I want to be, I am excited to show up. Number eight, when I remember who I want to serve, I am ready to give. Number nine, everyone is entitled to their own experience of me, but it doesn't have to mean anything about me. And number 10, it's all an experiment that means nothing about me and it can be fun. And then you look in the mirror and you take a deep breath in and out and you say, I'm doing freaking awesome. Ooh, I feel confident. I feel ready. Do you feel ready, Eric? Yeah, I feel a little sick, but I feel ready too. But I'm so excited about this checklist. I love it. It's great. Do you like how much validation I want about my checklist? I think it's a really incredible thing. I really, really hope it serves you. I've spent a lot of time doing things that scare the crap out of me and give me a lot of anxiety and make me feel crazy. And these are my 
solutions. These are my responses. These are my sources of power. And I really, really hope that they serve you. Please share with me um, which ones you're loving and, and how it helps you. We appreciate it so freaking much. And talking about appreciating it so freaking much, Eric's going to read a review for us. Do you have a review, Eric? Yeah, this is from MHN516. They say, absolutely love all of your authentic episodes, but the episode, How to Be Yourself More, was incredible. After dealing with chronic illness for five years straight and losing my parent to cancer, loss and suffering became my identity and one I was comfortable in and was used to. I'm finally healthy physically and honestly have no idea who I am without dealing with that disease. After a year of anxiety and honestly just going through the motions of life, not knowing what to do with myself, this episode has been so liberating. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your heart. You've spoken into my life more than you know. Okay, listen. No, I'm crying. It's fine. Let me just testify that when you put yourself out there and you share with confidence that you can create relationships like this review. Who is this from? MMH... MHN516. Like MNH516. Thank you so much for that incredibly powerful review and for sharing your story with us because I'm absolutely confident that um, somebody listening to that review and hearing your story identified with it and feels less alone because you were so brave to share it. So thank you for making my day better. Thank you for um, solidifying why I do this podcast and why we love to do this work. And thank you. We are going to send you some goodies. So definitely email us at awesomewithallison at theallisonshow.com. That's Allison with one L. And by the way, that's the same email address you're going to use to send your audio recording of you telling us what you do when you need to feel more awesome. We have gotten a few submissions and I'd like to say they're freaking incredible and I'm already so excited about the ideas. So please be confident in your idea and knowing that we would love to hear it. We are going to share as many of them as we possibly can. So please send them in. I'm so grateful for you listening. I'm so grateful every time you share the podcast, every time you tune in. I'm grateful for Eric for showing up even though he's sick. I'm grateful for my team that works with me that helped make this happen. And I just want to say, you know, because it's my favorite thing to say, Only you can be you, and you are already as awesome as you need to be, you sexy, little, confident, beautiful person. Okay, Eric, what are you going to take us out on? Oh, man, this is a confident anthem for you. Give it to me. It's from, uh, it's in Pleasant Pictures Music Club. It's it's composed by my friend Chris Benyon of Coral Bones. This song is called Queensway. Okay, I just want to give a little testimonial really quick. I used Pleasant Pictures Music Club music in a video that I posted last week. I had a completely delightful experience. I edited a video on my phone and used it, and I freaking loved it. And it made my piece feel so professional. I felt like I was like a Netflix show, and so I'm really proud of you. Thank you. And the thing is that that I realized I'm not even selling music. I'm selling confidence. You really are. Create confidently. Yeah, you love the site and you had so much fun creating it and you were confident because we already took care of making sure you look really good. Well, I knew the music was cool because you made it. There you go. (laughs) 